1: Hello, beauties and gents. Thank you so much for listening to the Keeping It Beauty show. I am Monique Cannon alongside the amazing host, Akilah C. Thompson. And to our loyal listeners, thank you for continuing to tune in to the Keeping It Beauty show. We appreciate each and every one of you. If this is your first time listening to our show, welcome. You can listen to our archive shows on our website, keepingitbeauty.com and iheartradio.com. And on our show, we do aim to inspire you to elevate your dreams, your love, and your life. And before we get into another great topic tonight, making love a lifestyle, get the passion on and popping. I just want to catch up with Akilah. How's it going? Hey! Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) Happy MLK Day.
0: I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Man, uh, great big day of service. Right. Uh,
1: what have you had going on? I know you had some stuff going on this weekend.
0: and Yeah. Um, actually, I uh, participated last night with some of the girls from um, Iron Beauty in Inglewood, New Jersey. Um, the Galilee Method- United Methodist Church was having a visual uh, standing with black girls and women, taking a stand for all of the different instances that, that have been happening with violence against black women. And especially girls, so it was a very empowering evening. Um, got to do what I love to do, affirm girls and women, leading a, an affirmation last night. and um, our intern, uh-huh. Shay, um, actually got to lead a uh, part of the visual where they did a say, her name visual, uh, where they mentioned all of that. I didn't realize how many women have um, you know lost their lives. At the hands of violence, so it was. It was. It was educational for me last night, and it really allowed me to check in with um, how important it is for us all to to take a stand.
1: Um, Right. Wow, that's powerful.
0: Yeah. So no, it was. It was. It was a great experience. How about you? What's going on over at the the cannon?
1: Huh. Right. Well, I wish I could say that we were able to participate in service. Um, unfortunately, we had family emergencies. But I will say, um, even in the midst of all of that, it really just made me grateful that we had access to insurance and access to, you know, mm-hmm. doctors and nurses and, and just care. And so, you know, years yeah, ago, that wasn't... Right. Years ago, that wouldn't have been the story. Right. You know, so, um, So even though we weren't able to do as much as what we we would have wanted to do or what we had planned to do this weekend and even going to the unity services and such, um, I think we just still had time to reflect and to be grateful for what we do have and the opportunities that have been afforded because of the people who have traveled before us. So Mm -hmm. um, kind of a different way, I guess, to look at it versus doing something, Mm -hmm. but we had to take everything in stride and and do what we do and, 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 uh, pick up the pieces. So. <laughs> yes.
0: And you know what? I look at it as I'm like, today I was battling with like wanting to do something today and having had my weekend filled with other things. I love it with the fact that we live a life of service. So constantly yes. in service and constantly, you know, doing different things. Um, I'm loving that our video from last weekend. Yeah. I had like 15,000 views. <laughs> um, we've been re- we've been shared like almost 400 times. And um, actually a blog in um, New York picked us up and actually like followed the social media. So they realized that we had done some other work outside of just what we did last week in Penn Station. Uh, last week on the train, but actually highlighted what was done in, in Penn Station. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so those of you that are listening, that if you haven't seen the video, please find my Facebook page, um Facebook.com slash actinspired. You should be able to find the video. And it's just really celebrating what's great about you. So we all spend a lot of time really in that place of um, you know, not uh, gosh, I can't even get my, my thoughts together today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we, a lot of times spend so much time dwelling on the negative things that we don't really take time to really sit back and celebrate and really have gratitude for all the ground that we have taken and all the wonderful things that we have done. So it's actually been very therapeutic for me since we did it. I've actually been sharing the video every day to actually just take a moment to acknowledge, you know, what is great about me? What do I have to celebrate about myself today? So, um, it's just been awesome i'm it's it's crazy how you just never know what's gonna go viral a lot of times right trying find, you try to create a video that that we hope that'll be successful I hope will go viral, and then some of the the thing when that you just didn't plan to do that yeah. you, it manages to be the thing that you know everyone um sees so
1: Just the organic organic pieces of it, you know? But like you said, it's a life of service. And, you know, the things that we do every day are empowering people all over. And um, I think even with something as simple as a video and showing it... To the world, it's like, oh, okay, so it doesn't have to be edited, and it, the mm-hmm. footage doesn't have yeah. to be perfect, and mm-hmm. I don't have to say all the right words, which we talk about that on our show all the time, exactly. that we're all trying to get it together, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> no matter where you are in this space, no matter where you, where you are in this world, we meet you where you are, but there's so many other people um, to do the same thing, and that's why I'm excited about tonight's show, and just all of the shows that we've had in the month of January, I think have been powerful, and really helping relationships to build and to grow yeah and sometimes it's just saying like what's great about us even mm-hmm. you know um it, you know John and i celebrated 20 years last week of just knowing each other and dating and that's a really long time to know someone but Girl, it sure is. yes and things that change is. you have to work and you have to be full of intention and such so i'm excited and we're not going to keep talking because we have some great guests um coming on the show tonight so i want to get, get to, to it. it um and and <laughs> see what they have to offer and we're even gonna talk about sex. So I'm sure my husband is getting all excited about sex. Get hot sizzling. But get your minds out the gutter. I I know. um, We'll let let Kyle and Sunrise um, Smith talk about that. But before we do that, I just want to introduce our guests because they are amazing. They have tons of accolades. uh, But let's just get to know them a little bit. So for the last decade, Kyle and Sunrise Smith have motivated and empowered people to transform their personal and professional relationships into powerful and fulfilling experiences. They have been called the passion experts and passion police. They're the founders and CEOs of Kiss me, Kyle, standing for Kyle and Sunrise Smith Motivating and Empowering Inc., an empowerment-based consulting firm. Relationships are a cornerstone of all that we desire to achieve in life. Whether you are seeking a promotion, a healthy body, or a loving romantic relationship, you will see that the time and resources you commit to your relationships are vital. Everything you do, you do in relationship to others. Kyle and Sunrise help people understand the impact that great relationships have on life, on a life filled with passion. Through individual one-on-one support, group coachings, trainings, and workshops, the passion experts inspire men and women to create connections that support their vision for every area of life. Sunrise and Kyle's mission is to provoke thoughts, ignite passion, and encourage commitment in all relationships. So with their 20 years of combined experience and accolades and all of the work that they do at church community organizations, corporations, and with individuals, I just want to welcome Kyle and Sunrise to the show. Woo! Good night, good night, good night. Hello, hello. We are so excited to have you guys tonight. I just love the fact that you're a couple, you're a dynamic duo, and we get to tap into both of you and get the perspectives at the same time. So it is quite amazing. So how is 2016 treating both of you right now thus far?
2: It's great. We loved hearing Akila talk about her experience, you know, yesterday with the young women and how empowering that was. We actually just a little while ago in celebration of MLK, like you, we were not able to get out of the house, but mm-hmm. we, definitely, we definitely created service in and we had our children watch Selma for the first
0: time. Hey. that's awesome yeah
2: so we paused it and they learned so it was it's phenomenal so we're excited to be with all of the listeners tonight (laughs) yes
1: we and I I didn't mention that um a big thing happened last week I don't know how I forgot to mention it but President Obama came um the day after the State of the Union he came to Omaha and we're yeah we um I took the kids and oh man it was just it was so powerful like We stood in lines, yes, for hours, but... (laughs) It was worth every minute waiting for him. Mm-hmm. And the announcer kept coming on, you know, asking us to silence our phones and, you know, sit down or do this or do that. And we thought he, every time we're like rising, like he's about to say stand for the president of the United States. <laughs> it was like, stop, stop already, you know, stop playing music. Like that was the first time I ever wanted to say no more music, like stop <laughs> playing music. Music is bad. That means he's not arrived yet. So <laughs> it was really, really a great time. So while I, you know, didn't get to do anything, I don't feel good guilty because again we live a life of service but just moments like that yeah. um, are just so great and they're great for the kids to be able to see at 8 and 10, It's it may be a once in a lifetime thing for a president uh, especially a sitting president and a black president to come in and be in your city so yeah. just good yeah. stuff, good stuff yeah. <laughs> so, I, I don't know I got all pumped up again about that So
0: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You getting that passion so, popping? got that passion
1: so back to the people of the hour um, you know we we just we like to tap into what brought you to this space how did you get here so can you tell us just a little bit about your journey and you know where you're from what your organization is all about but definitely tell us about this passion police that we just talked about in your bios
2: well I would definitely say our journey began pro- at the the first HBCU Lincoln University in Pennsylvania.
3: You. Where we
2: were <laughs> college sweethearts, joining our fraternities and sororities, all of that. And we were brought together. But I think at that time we knew we were brought together for something much larger. And our relationship started there. But I think it grew mainly in our work that we did in the church. And Working with couples in the church, supporting them before they got married, providing advice. And our mentor, who is a, um, who's a wonderful man out of Sacramento, he came to us one day and he said, you know, you guys are awesome. And it's great that you do all this work in the church, but there's a body of people that need to know that relationships can be passionate mm. at, every, at every stage. And so he was saying, you know, you have your church, but there's people in a broader spectrum that could use this kind of level of love and support. And that's really mm-hmm. where Kiss Me started. And there's so much more, but they call us the passion police because I like to say I'm the good cop. <laughs> well,
3: I guess that would leave me at big yeah. <laughs> 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 Bad meaning good, like we're DMC, bad meaning good. <laughs> and, so- and
0: when you say bad versus good, like what do you really mean? Cause I mean, I've, that's why I was like, I'm going to take a back seat tonight. Cause Sunrise is, is you know, she's my coach. So (laughs) to me, she's no good cop at all. (laughs) So what do you mean?
3: Good cop?
2: Well, I think when we're working with couples, there's a, um, there's a gentleness that I focus on when we're in the dynamics of couples. And I don't, when I say gentle, I don't necessarily mean weak or nice. I mean that I I try to cradle the couples in a way or surround them in a way where there's a safety and Kyle not necessarily bad but he's the abrupt, mm.
3: direct. Gotcha.
2: What I say is
3: that good. Uh, well, I would say I'm, I'm you know I'm sandpaper. Yeah. If, uh... <laughs> 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 okay. Well, folks don't want to uh, prick their fingers or, you know, get messy. Get messy. I'm the uh, sandpaper that kind of smoothes out the edges, you know. So it's a, it's a rough job, but someone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. Okay. Mm. We'll take that.
1: So we have good cop and semi bad cop slash sandpaper, <laughs> um, but. They're working together and it is working for you and it's working for us as couples and individuals, um, even singles as well. So I want to talk about that tonight because, you know, sometimes we have a show that might be focused on a single or a show that might be focused on a couple, but you guys help the wide spectrum. So how do you assist with getting the passion on and popping? I know you recently wrote a blog about this. So what would you say are some of those high level things that you focus on with couples that would help our listeners
2: out tonight? Well, I think one of the, one of the things we mentioned in the blog and it's when I think about it, it's one of the things that every relationship goes through or every person in any stage of a relationship goes through, whether you're dating, engaged or married, it's really being able to upgrade your style. And it's when we say upgrade your style, we're not just talking about your physical appearance. We're talking about your willingness to be different. Right. Okay. So you met your significant other and wow, maybe you had one hairstyle and you looked a certain kind of way or your style was different. But it's 10 or 10 or 12 years later and understanding that as individuals, we evolve, we change. And, right. you you know, when I every time I get my hair cut, it's the funniest thing. If I had get a different haircut, if I get a uh, a different hair color, Kyle looks at me. He's like, "Dang, it's like I'm cheating on my wife."
0: Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cute. It is
2: cute, <laughs> right? So it's it's his way of he's it's I, it's me on the inside, but recognizing that as I change, there are parts of me that I want to grow and mature and just do different things. I think it increases passion in a couple when people do that because it helps the other person feel like you're still committed.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's, a, that's also speaking to a fun element too, right? You know, and you guys talk about, um, you know, designing this life and continuing to have fun and having that premarital bliss live happily ever after, but it looks different sometimes. So just like you change your hair, I mean, how do we start to focus on the present and where we are right now, and and create that wardrobe, if you will, since we're talking about the passion police? Um, how do we create that wardrobe that really suits us in that moment? Because sometimes you have to cycle through your clothes. I mean, oh,
3: yeah, absolutely. Um, sometimes it's wiser to go into the closet and see what actually works for you before going out and buying something new. Mm. <laughs> So, what I would say is being intentional about what the purpose is, what you're looking to create in a relationship, because every relationship goes through its phase. You know, what was a priority five years ago, a year ago, 10 years ago, may no longer be a priority. So, you got to design exactly where you are in your life and where that relationship stands and where you're looking for it to go. Mm-hmm. And so, for all my guys that are out there listening, because I have a clear intention that there are a lot of meals till that. Um, A lot of males tuned in tonight. You have to be intentional about what you're looking to create. And sometimes, as guys, we can pay attention to a lot of details, the car, the gadgets, everything else. But when it comes sometimes to our ladies, we're not willing to put in the same amount of detail, noticing the hair color changes, noticing what she looks like. I tell my friends on a regular basis, my wife is a reflection of me. So if she's not looking good, feeling good, smelling good, and walking good, then that's a reflection of who I am. So, you have to be intentional about what you're looking to create in your relationship. So with that being said, take an inventory. Take an inventory of where you are right now. So if you were accustomed to going out on multiple dates in a month, but now you have an 8 and a 10-year-old. And, you know, Netflix and chill might just be your thing right now. And with a bottle of wine, that might be the highlight of your weekend. But recognizing your relationship is somewhere else, and that's okay. That's fine. Because as long as you guys are together, that's what's the most important.
1: Mm -hmm. And do you find that when you're talking to, I mean, so we're just talking about how you talk to your friends. Do you find that they have comparison syndrome where, you know, they're comparing their relationship to other relationships? Or what do you see as some of that systemic problem that's keeping them away from being intentional or keeping them away from finding that joyous place or
2: whatever it is? I mean, whether it's men or women. I would say un- unrealistic expectations, exactly. right? Mm. So you're watching television and maybe you're looking at B right? and J, <laughs> right? Or Will and, Jada. or Will and Jada, right? And you're looking <laughs> at all of these gorgeous people on television and you think that their relationship is what you see in that two minute snippet or that 30 second or 10 second Snapchat, or on Instagram, not realizing that those people are putting in work behind the Absolutely. scenes. They're making investments in the relationship and deposits. So I definitely think there's a comparison, but it's, it's mm-hmm. having expectations where, listen, the person you were with, they got you. And you mm-hmm. got them for a reason. Right. And so in that moment, being able to say, well, what's the investment I'm willing to put in here that works here? What's the passion that I'm willing to invest in this relationship, not in comparison to what somebody else gets that will actually, like like Akilah said before, get that passion on and popping.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I, you know, you have to go to you know, Bay and Jay, you don't have to go, you don't have to go that far at this point. You're just looking on social media, period. You know, yeah, and I was people,
0: just about to say that because I'm like, people, people all that's... the time, they yeah. see pictures of me and Sean and, you know, ooh, loving. Sure you guys, ooh, boo loving hashtag. <laughs> and I'm like, this hashtag boo loving is work. Y'all don't <laughs> see the work. Y'all don't see when he get on my nerve and I'll be about to choke him. Like nobody sees all of that, you know, but and it's like the more passion there is and I, and I, and I, Sometimes I look at pictures of, like, of Kyle and and I'm like, I wonder, like, because there is so much love and there is so much passion, what I've learned in my own experience is, like, the more passion and love there is, almost, like, the harder it is. Like, the oh. more kind of friction, the more they trigger you because you just care so much. Where I know previously, in other situations where there wasn't that passion and there wasn't that love, like, you know, nothing triggered me, nothing bothered me. But this situation, I mean... Sean could blow his nose too loud, and I'll be like, figures. You
3: know? <laughs> so, so Monique would probably be able to deal with us on this, because I heard her say 20 years in, right? So, mm-hmm. for, for me, Sunrise and I are like at Obi-Wan, like, Jedi kind of moment. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, so... The sneeze wouldn't get me as much. That was something that definitely, when we were earlier on in our relationship, yeah. that would have definitely tripped us up or, you know, been a bombshell for us. Who burped the toast? Where's my cup of <laughs> 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 and go on for like isolation for an entire week. But where we are at this exact moment in time, um, because there's been so many things that we've gone through and come on the other side of it. So many trials, tribulations, obstacles, challenges that we've had to come through and been there for one another as a support. Not in a perfect way. Now we're in a place now where we don't allow the small things to interrupt the bigger picture. Mm. Mm. It's not about perfection. It's about about being perfect in love. And then that gets biblical and I can go on a whole other tangent with that. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Yeah.
1: We might have to go there a little bit though. A little bit. (laughs) I mean, and and that is the thing. I mean, you you start to push buttons, I guess, early on. You discover this button that that you could possibly push. And because, you know, like Akilah said, there's so much passion. There's so much love. And I don't know if it's, like, out of fear or just a lack of – or from ignorance that you don't really know what to do or how to respond because it's new. I mean when when you're really starting that new relationship, we've talked about being vulnerable over the last couple of shows. I mean, what how would you recommend like any exercises, any tips, any tricks for those who are at those different stages, because my stage is Netflix movie with the 18 year old too. And, you know, we have to try to figure it all out and figure out the balance. But I know before it was a very different stage when we were dating, it was, everything looked a little different and now we don't compare, but just to kind of walk people through that life cycle, is there something tips and tricks that you could help us with to walk us through the life cycle of the relationship? And I know they're all different, but just some high level.
2: Well, the probably the number one, which is the foundation of the work that we do with the couples and the relationships we work with, is our acronym that we use, which is SEX. Here we That's- go. Uh,
0: here, oh, we go.
1: here we go. Here we go. Calm down. To- Come yeah. on. Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> right now, all the men are like listening in intently. Yes.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. You're wives, are you listening to Dr. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. It's this acronym that we use, and it's the premise for all that we do. And the S stands for self, the E stands for evaluation, and the X stands for experience. And we do mean sex in an intimate way, right? So part of when we use that word sex for the work that we do, it is that physical sex, but it's also this idea that relationships will grow and mature and remain passionate and exciting, not only based on what the other person does. But it's an individual process, which is sex, self-evaluation experience. So in a relationship, like you're talking about the cycles, you can get into lulls, right? So we know you can get into a lull. They they could be that comfortable where, you know, all of a sudden you didn't wear sweats all the time. But now you wear sweats, you know, even to sleep in. And so when you start to see the dips in your relationship, what usually happens is people run, right? So... It's not high anymore, the fantastic sex, the experiences, oh my God, that that means something's wrong between us. As opposed to when that dip comes, you say, well, let me take a moment and have some sex, meaning a self-evaluation experience. (laughs) How how am I experiencing myself intimately, physically, but also mentally in the relationship? Mm
3: -hmm. Because
2: based on who I am inside of the relationship, the relationship is going to be what I decide I am in the relationship. So some people run at the dip, and we tell them, "Don't run, have sex, and come up." Literally, <laughs> <Right>.
1: <laughs> Make up, make up. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Thank you. <laughs> so don't run from it. Embrace it. Have sex. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Come on.
2: Like, oh gosh.
1: Now my husband, my husband's gonna say, mm, "Did you hear yourself on that call?" You know
0: Just come on now! I said,
3: kids, please. <laughs> you know what's interesting? Ladies? You know what's interesting when we first meet that particular person, and we're going out on dates. They call it courting. Well, self-evaluation experiences are exactly that. When you're courting someone or you're dating someone, you're doing it anyway. You're at your best. You're putting on your game face. Everything is spotless. You're putting your best foot forward. And you want to impress this person so much because you're so passionate about having them in your life and loving them and having a life with them. And then after the years and after the trials, after the challenges, and you're getting through all of these different things, you can fall into what we call automatic. So then all of a sudden there's a lack of attention to detail. You don't pay attention to each other as much anymore. And you can get into that phase, well, we're just existing. And as long as we're together, it's okay. We're, we're together for kids, or we're together because we have all of these bills, or we're together because we have no more damn options. Whatever the mindset is, <laughs> you need to check in with a self-evaluation experience to say where, what is it that's missing from me that I would like to see in this relationship, and now I get to generate that in this relationship so it'll turn out. So listen to me, fellas. If your wife is coming to bed constantly in sweatpants, that's not on her. That's on you. Because the mere fact that she no longer feels a desire to come to bed to entice you says something about where you are. Oh. Not I, mean I know that's tough, but I couldn't talk it unless I was walking it.
0: I mean, so, it can't just be cold, Kyle.
3: No, it can't be. <laughs> uh, listen, Akilah, Akilah, I listen, there's some things I like to cut back on as far as bills are concerned, but I told my wife we can make it like the motherland up in here. <laughs> Look, and I'll get you a night coat, and I'll you some sweats. Listen, the minute you step out the bed, you can throw everything back on. With you. <laughs> Dad, just make believe like we are Adam and Eve.
0: Oh, Lord. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hide <laughs> kids. Hide P- kids. The PG-13 <laughs>
1: is kind of going on. No. <laughs> so... So, how does one discern when there is something? I know you you said it's not about fixing, but how does one discern if there's something that they should be working on? I mean, yes, we have the sweats and different things, but are there signs that tell yeah, you you're sorry, going in the wrong
3: direction, or? You well, know. Let, let me say uh, I, I want to preface the fact that our company doesn't exist to uh, just problems. Our company exists because we realized as uh, both of us are coming from a a background where we both had a set of parents that were high school sweethearts and never stopped loving each other but grew out of sync. So they didn't fall out of love, they fell out of sync. And then they ended up getting divorced. And so what we realized is because the love was still there, when we got together, what tools could we put in place? Not so much because there was a problem, But because there's everything else that we have in our life that we give attention to. You take care of your house. You get updated uh, maintenance on your vehicles. You make sure your kids are getting the best education. You invest your time, your money, and everything else. But the relationship that it was based on, a foundation of accumulating everything else that you have, you're not spending any time or value in that. Mm
2: -hmm. So one of the things we like to say is that the relationships need maintenance. Right? Mm So some people... Unfortunately, in our society, we, we sometimes wait until like it's a dire strait, right? So a problem is looming and we're literally on the verge of needing a miracle. And one of the things we say is when a relationship gets to a point where you say communication is off, that's when you want to check in. So you don't want to wait until the ceiling is falling in on you. It's the smaller things. So what you were asking is how do you know? And I like to say, well if communication is off for even a day or two, that would be when you want to check in, hmm. you understand? So it's, it... <laughs> Kayla, you be checking you in know. in a day I or two? I mean,
0: <laughs> Sean be checking in a day or two that's yeah. like driving me crazy. I'm like, nothing is wrong. <laughs> but like, <laughs> but, I, I, but I guess but he's in tune.
2: But here's the thing. That is such a healthy thing to do, Akilah. It really, really is. Because his what he's doing is he's he's evaluating, right? So it's a self-evaluation process. If he, if he experiences something in the relationship that's off for him, as opposed to kind of waiting and waiting and waiting, his thing is like, no, no, no. I want to, let's figure this out. Let's figure this out before it gets so far that now, like Kyle said, we're fighting over toast, but we're not really fighting over toast. Right, right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You, you fighting over who left the keys or can't find the keys, but you're not really arguing over keys. It's something underneath. And so like Kyle was saying, our company, unlike any other company, our focus is on like maintenance where we are like, you're straight up how people put the, the numbers on the front of their cars when they got to get their oil change. We think couples should automatically on a regular basis be getting relationship development just like people get professional development.
1: Uh. I agree. I, I agree, so. but I'm sure that's it's just like uh, insurance. They try to figure out what can I cut instead of going to some of those other areas where they could cut and yeah. keeping the things that are good.
3: <laughs> but, you know, of that. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You made a perfect point, but think about that, right? So, just when you want to cut health insurance, life insurance, car insurance, and all of those things, what ends up happening? You go into crisis mode, and then you get the bill, and it's like, oh, <gasps> mm-hmm. yeah. I'm I should have gone to the
2: dentist a year ago. (laughs)
3: Right.
2: (laughs) Now I got all of these cavities and
1: everything. Root canal needed and a whole lot.
3: Yeah. And and the dentist doesn't feel any pity for you (laughs) about the pain of the the suffering that you're going through with your mouth, nor with the pocket of your bill. And that's why
1: we have Kyle as the bad cop who (laughs) tells us how it is and what it should be. And, you know, in a safe space, though because we have someone to catch us when we fall. But so I guess what type of clients, I mean, it sounds like you, you handle everything. So what types of clients or services do you have that our listeners would be able to reach out to you for?
2: Well, our number one, two of our number one uh, clients or individuals that we work with are individuals who are engaged to be married because, you know, In our country, well, in any country, you get married and the license that you need just requires your name on it, right? So you got to go through more to get a driver's license and to have a lifelong relationship and create children. There's nothing required of us to learn on how to be in relationship. So we do what we call our premarital supports, where we work with couples who are engaged. We also work with couples who aren't engaged, but they're in a place where they're like, I think we want to be engaged. But we not we not sure because you know that, that that brother's cough is getting on my
0: nerves. <laughs> oh she's trying to tell me something. Uh-oh, uh
2: oh. <laughs> in their pew now. Come on. <laughs> no, not whatsoever. What I mean is that the people they know they're they know they're in love and they know that the road is is possibly marriage, but they just they their their level of awareness of well, you know what? There's still things we want to tweak out. So we work with couples like that as well. And we work with couples who have been married for a significant amount of time, but they've hit one of those valleys. But the valley isn't deep enough where they're like, um, I want to be out. The valley is like, I'd love this person. I want to stay with them. But we feel like we need to upgrade on our relationship. So those are the, that's the main services that we work. We've done, we do larger workshops for singles. As opposed to working one-on-one with singles, we do a lot of group work for singles because sometimes it's just easier for singles to be together and have honest conversations and be honest with one another than in a one-on-one setting. So those are our ideal clients.
1: Okay, it's so, so many people um, run away from you know coaching, for instance. But can you explain the difference between what you feel? Maybe they're running away because they're equating it with counseling. Um, yeah. But you're meeting them in in a certain space. Do you, can you let our listeners know? <laughs> what is the difference and how will this be an experience that really will be empowering and uplifting for them? And you will use those tools and techniques, but protect them all at the same time as they build and go down this new, new path.
2: Yeah, so definitely. So for us, we always tell our clients that um, counseling sometimes comes from a place of deficit, meaning there's something wrong that we're trying to fix. Mm-hmm. The coaching work that we do, We don't think there's anything wrong with the relationship. Our goal is to coach you to understand how to make it better. And Mm -hmm. our goal really in coaching is to build capacity and strength in the two individuals by giving them tools and strategies to be able to style. That's why we, you know, we we make love a lifestyle for them to style the relationship that they want. Just like we have personal styles, we like certain kinds of shoes and outfits and, All of that, hairstyles, we style our relationships, but you can't style it without really understanding how to style it, what works for you as an individual. So it's not a cookie cutter work that we do. It's really individualized so that each couple has the tools and skills to style their individual relationship, but definitely not from a place of deficit or something being wrong, but how can they grow together? Okay.
1: And is there anything tangible that you can um, give to our listeners tonight to begin this, this journey? I mean, I'm sure people are excited and you know, they want to talk about it. and, And even if they say, okay, well, I'm, I'm still on the fence. I'm not really ready to get formal coaching, but is there something to get them in that frame of mind that you can give them that's tangible tonight just to get started?
2: Oh yeah. I think probably one of the most tangible that we could give them is the piece about communication. And so a lot of the work that we do, we love sharing our lives on social media. So folks can follow us on Instagram at Kiss Me Love. They can follow us on Facebook and Twitter um, and Periscope. And the key is about communication for us is that when you have healthy communication, right, it creates a, powerful relationship where no matter what happens, you know, Kyle and I say, we love the crust of each other, right? Mm -hmm. Down to all of the things that could frustrate us. But the thing that keeps us closest together is our ability that even in turmoil, how we communicate. So the one tangible, I would tell to all of our listeners out there on the cusp is asking yourself, how am I communicating with my significant other? Not how are they communicating with me? (laughs) (laughs) right because that's what somebody would say oh well they say this and they say that we call and i would say no no take this nugget if nothing else ask yourself how are you communicating with your significant other are you speaking uh just to speak or are you speaking so that that person can understand and hear you
1: Mm. And how do you how do you determine those different ways? We're all different. We all like to talk different ways, or like to receive information different ways. And I think some people kind of mix. Um, I guess they they misconstrue the message because we're so. In work mode all the time, we're we're used to this professional aspect, and we put on like a mask sometimes, and we're mm-hmm. not necessarily being ourselves. So, how do you get into that space, even? Because I, I I think that's just something that's big. People are so used to being someone that they're not; they're not living an authentic life. Mm-hmm. So, having that you know that self evaluation and and learning to communicate for some, they might have been in a relationship for a very long time, but they're still struggling with the how of, um, of even getting that going. I mean, how do you tell them to strip it down? Like, get naked again and, yeah. and start over, I guess, maybe.
3: Uh, so you're setting me up. When it, you, you, Uh-oh. Down in, in, <laughs> oh, PG-13. Um. <laughs> All jokes aside, um, the foundation of what Sunrise was just saying, and to get to the crust of the matter, the foundation should be love. If you're in a relationship, and that's that's what's key for us, in communication or whatever you do, the foundation has to be love, right? So even if you're living an authentic life that you think you're putting on the mask or we're all walking around some way plugged into the matrix, you know, multiple times Mm -hmm. during the day, and then we come home and we want to decompress and unplug, um, it's at those moments when you get in your doors that whatever you had on the outside is supposed to stay on the outside. And so when you come in, it should be a place of vulnerability and trust there uh, that you're able to share with one another because you love one another. And when you're communicating with someone else, what we usually tell and what I definitely tell guys um, is love your spouse the way you want to be loved. Right. So if you were to think about what someone else, because sometimes we get into the the, the mode of finger pointing, Uh, you're not doing this, you're not doing this, you're not doing this. And instead of doing that, you can be to that person what you'd want them to be to you. And so the way you show up in that is through unconditional love. Even when you don't feel like it, we tell you to get your feelings, move forward and stay connected to the person. And when you're doing that, it'll open you up to the possibilities of getting in touch with someone like Kyle and Sunrise, because you want to get to a point where you say, you know what, we're not having any success figuring it out on our own and we need to be somewhere in a completely different environment so that we could help some, some support around this issue and that's why we exist so after you realize unconditional love is there go to kissme.com and get in touch with
2: another uh, something else to think about is really finding different modalities to communicate so sometimes it's not always best to talk right mm. sometimes you got people who i want to talk i want to talk i want to talk, talk and the other person's like i just need some time to process yes Yes.
0: But, right? yes, but I yes. need
2: you. To but I need you to listen now, and you're thinking to yourself, "Yo, I have nothing to say." Hey.
0: Hey. Yes,
2: so yes. it's being. Oh. <laughs> they got
3: a hallelujah section.
2: Of- right, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> so it's, it's also taking the opportunity to think of what are the different ways of communicating, right? So one of the things Kyle and I definitely recommend to couples early on when we work with them is practicing writing things down, right? So some people may not be writers. They may be talkers, but someone else may say, I need a moment. I'm not, I, don't, I don't even know how I feel in this moment, let alone what you want me to say. And so practicing things like writing things down, practicing things like, you know, texting actually is not a bad thing if you're, as long as there's respect in the text. Mm. And so, because sometimes a person may need that separation space, to be able to figure out their thoughts and get them down so that the two can then come together face to face. So that would be another takeaway that people can take tonight. If you've been trying to talk and it's not working, think of a different modality of communication, one being writing.
1: I like that. Okay, just taking me some notes. I'm writing, taking me some <laughs> notes. <laughs> I mean, hey, you know, we might as well all learn in this process right now. So we only have a few more minutes left on the show. What what final thoughts do you have? What final tips do you have um, for our listeners to walk away with tonight?
0: Yeah, to get the passion popping. Yeah.
2: Well, well, the, well, our thing is to get the passion popping. Don't be afraid to ask questions in in every aspect of your relationship. So sometimes we don't ask questions cause we're afraid of what the answer is gonna be, right? So if you want passion in the relationship or maybe you're not experiencing passion in the relationship, you're afraid to ask your significant other for something different or something more. And so then the, com- the miscommunication then occurs and the valleys occurred and then the- it- it's out of sync as Kyle said before. So really be willing to ask questions be curious about your significant other because the bottom line, you know, Kyle and I've been together going on 21 years and we know ev- a lot about each other, but I- he's still a new man every day. Oh, oh, here we oh. Go. <laughs> 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 so this dude right here, although I fell in love with him when he was 18 years old, I know he's not the 18 year old man, that I fell in love with. I still love him as a man.
3: Just 25 now. So
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's changed so much. He's now a father, a professional. I'm curious about him. So couples out there, be curious about your significant other.
3: Oh, and I, I would say just to add to that, don't be afraid to make a request. You know, so, so often when things are left unsaid, we start to look outside. Cal, you sound really distant. I, I would say don't be afraid to make a request. And the reason for that is sometimes uh, when we're silent about what our needs are or what we're looking for in our relationships, we can sometimes look outside of the relationship to meet that need. And that could be monetarily, that could be physically, that could be a number emotionally. Uh, but not, don't be afraid to make the request because if you're in a relationship uh, and you know the individual, uh, has your heart, um, you, you should be able to share that heart and make a request and not feel like uh, rejection is going to kill you. Mm-hmm. Or know. a no. It may be a no to the request or a, I need time to think about it, but you have to make the request known. Well, that, gets, the, that gets back to your authenticity yeah. that, that you, you, you spoke about earlier. Yeah. You know. So my wife and I right now, I think we We keep it so real. Sometimes we look at each other like, really, did you have to say that? You know. (laughs) (laughs) Was that necessary?
2: (laughs) Did you just give me a Tic Tac? Yes, I did. (laughs) Well, you, you know, here, I'm just,
1: I'm sliding it over. But I always say, where are people's friends when they need them? And so if you're willing to give a Tic Tac or whatever that space of love is for you right then and there, helping them out. Go for it. Do that. We Go do the same it. thing. It's like, hey, you needed it. Great. Okay. I'm here for you.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> you yesterday, guys, listen to this. This is a quick story. We're in church yesterday, right? So, I'm all into the praise and worship. You know, William McDowell is there. Give myself. Like, I'm all in, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we sit down, and the service starts, and, you know, ties off and offering, pass. And, oh, girl, I, I, I have, you know, mints in the car always because we do a lot of talking. And she looks over to me and says, Oh, do you have one of those mints? And I was like, Oh, no, I don't have it. You want one? She was like, No. Nah. I was like, oh, Whoa. <laughs> Wait a Hold on. I had I, no more hallelujah from me. I just, Jesus, blow you know my heart. I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to say a word.
1: <laughs> hey, you got to keep it honest. You have to keep it honest. So, well, we really enjoyed you on the show tonight. Um, we thank you so much for coming on. Uh, let them know one more time how to find you. Nope.
2: So Absolutely. They can find us at www.kissme.com. We're on Facebook as well as Twitter and Instagram at Kiss Me Love, K Y S S M E L O V E, Kiss Me Love. And we're also on Periscope as Kiss Me Love. And, you know, we're always posting things and sharing our lives. People think we're pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And,. <laughs> it's it's really our way of saying you can be with somebody for a long time and still be passionate. I don't, we don't buy into the myth that, you know, 20, 30 years, you lose that passion. No, you create it and you can have it. You just have to style it. Mm. (laughs) Love
1: it. Love it. Thank you so much. And you know, speaking of passion, Akila, I'm sure that you have some passion projects that you'd like to mention really quickly um, to yes. our listeners. We yes. only yes. have a few more yes. minutes, but yes. if you can just give some passion projects updates. Yes,
0: a lot is going on in uh, the I Beauty world. So, just for our listeners, you, it, there's a lot that we got going on. I won't be able to say everything, but you can check out our website at I Beauty Inc. Dot com uh you can now get our 2016 calendar to support uh those girls who want to attend our teen boot camp you can also get that on the website our we're also now enrolling for our march boot camp so if you have a teenager from the ages of 14 to 18 years old that uh, may be interested in participating in our program definitely go check that out on the website as well also, really excited that our next Beauty Dreamers event will be on February 3rd, and it is titled, I Am Love, with a special guest, who Angelisa Almanzar. She'll be back. who She was with us a couple of weeks ago. We were talking about um, mastering feminine energy, so in that event, we'll be mastering feminine communication, creating intimacy, and inspiring the masculine energy to command the kinds of love that you want. Also, as always, we have one-on-one coaching and group coaching opportunities, so you can find out about those as well by visiting the website. Again, if you haven't seen our video with uh, What's Great About You, definitely go check that out. Continue to share it and spread joy and love and and possibility in the world. I think that's about it for, um, yeah, I think that's it. What? you wrapped it up that fast. I'm I so know. Excited. I actually did. I'll be, you know, talking fast. I got that New York. That yeah. That New York
1: stuff that, like, that you all <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm, <laughs> That's
0: real mm-hmm. quick talking. But you want me to close?
1: Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I just want to say thank you one more time to Cal and Sunrise um, for coming on the show. And then, yeah, let's close this
0: <laughs> out for the week. So thank you listeners again. Thank you so much, Cal and Sunrise for joining us. As always, we want to help you with all the challenges that you had and hear from you. So, Visit us, keepinginbeauty.com. Visit our Girl Talk section and sound off. There's your questions and topics. We want to know what can we uh, be talking about, what kind of guests that we can have that can support you to elevate your dreams, your love, and your life. Mm-hmm. Again, to find all of our happenings, you can go to imbeautyinc.com. Follow us on Instagram, I Am underscore, and like our Facebook page, imbeautyinc.com. And this evening, I will leave you with this quote that I actually stole from Kyle. (laughs) Love your spouse the way you want to be loved. It's just that simple. Good night, everyone, and be beauty. Good night.